1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Of Johnson's wax and Johnson's self polishing glow coat presents Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. money you make can change. The value of a rationing coupon can change. But there's one thing that never does vary. There are only 24 hours in every day. Nothing you or I can do will ever make it 25. Which brings me to an interesting letter we received last week from a woman in busy Detroit. This is the first fan letter I've ever written, she says. But when I consider all the time Johnson's Wax has saved me, I just must write. Like nearly everybody else, I now do all my own housework and care for my two-year-old son. For all its time-saving, I say thank goodness for Johnson's Wax. And for such a nice letter, we say thank you very much to a busy mother in Michigan. Very true that Johnson's Wax is saving hours of work for women everywhere, besides helping them to take better care of the things they have. It's been claimed that the female of the species is more deadly than the male, but when the male man is a woman, well, here on pins and needles waiting for her arrival, we find Libby McGee and Molly. Oh, for goodness' sake, McGee,
3: Molly. settle down! Oh, oh, oh. What are you expecting in the mail that's so important? Well, now you wait and see.
4: It's something that might change the whole course of our
3: lives. Well, that appeals to me too. Oh, so I will say, dearie, that life with you has never a dull moment.
4: Really? <laughs> you don't just say that just because you admire me.
0: <laughs>
3: no, I just say that because I'd admire a dull moment now and then. With you, I never know what's going to happen next, so I always expect the worst.
0: Well.
3: And I'm rarely disappointed in yeah. spite of the fact that I've lived through it, which is surprising when I come to think of it, which I try not to.
4: Well, oh, just the same. Did you ever stop to realize what a person could do if he knew exactly how to handle every situation as it come up?
3: Certainly. He'd go on information, please, and make a mug of Oscar LeVant. You don't get me. I got you once. Do I have to keep doing it? Oh,
4: listen, Molly, this is serious. I'm expecting something in the mail that's going to make me rich and healthy and smart.
3: Heavenly days. Doesn't the government have enough criticism without you expecting miracles?
4: Okay, okay, scoff, if you want to. <laughs> be right, but this is important.
3: What if something happened
4: that I could look into the future and know exactly what was going to happen to us?
3: It? It'd be sickening. <laughs> Don't we have enough trouble with what has happened? Who wants to peek into the future? Admitting for the sake of argument, that you have one.
4: Well, for instance, suppose I had advanced knowledge that a certain stock was going to go up.
3: Yeah, you said you had that knowledge in 1929, and what happened? We were broke for four years. <laughs>
4: Yeah, but there'd be no guesswork with this. I'd know. I could buy, say, amalgamated garbage can at 22 and ride it up to 49 and sell out. <laughs> Clean up a million bucks in two days. I'd corner the market.
3: That reminds me, run down to the corner market and get a can of beans. <laughs> Take the ration book, dearie, and a loaded shotgun.
4: <laughs> Molly, I gotta wait for the mail because
3: I tell you I'm... Miss... Uh...
4: Oh, boy, here she is now.
3: Mark this day down on the calendar, Molly. From today on, we're a success. You open the door, dearie. I can't do it with my fingers crossed.
4: Uh, That I will, that I will. Come in, sis. Come in, come in, come in. Hey, Molly, it's her,
3: all right. It's the baguette. Oh, I see. Good morning, dear. (laughs) Won't you sit down and rest your special delivery? No, thank you, (laughs) Miss. I've got to keep going and get back to the post office. There's a hole in the bottom of my mail bag.
4: Really? The mail must go through.
0: Yes. That's our motto, Mr. McGee. Huh? Oh. <laughs> That's
4: very good, sis. That's it. We almost made a joke. Well, what you got for us this morning?
0: Let me see what I have for you, folks. Oh, yes.
3: Here's that card from your Aunt Sarah, wishing you a happy George Washington's birthday. Remember?
4: Ah, oh, never mind, Aunt Sarah. That skin sister, old tight flint.
3: Now. Now, McGee, stop talking like that about Aunt Sarah. She's a very generous person.
4: Yeah. She'd give you the back off her shirt. <laughs> Why, that old miser believes in reincarnation just so she can leave all her dough to herself. <laughs> come on, sis. Come on, come on. What else you got for us? I'm expecting some
3: very, very important mails. Oh, stop trembling, McGee. Anybody think your life was at stake? And what I've seen of your life, is a pretty tough state. <laughs> I'm afraid that's all I
4: have for you this morning, Miss McGee. Oh. But, sh- oh, no, here. You probably won't want this, though. It's just a circular. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Hey, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh, boy. Now we're getting someplace. Thanks, sis. Remind me to put in a good word for you with the Department of Labor.
3: I work for the post office department, Miss McGee. Oh, what do you
4: call that? Amusement?
3: You should be more polite with the male girl, McGee. She has a hard job.
4: Put your career into affinity with the universe. Put your future into rhythm with the psychic forces. McGee,
3: I was speaking to you. Oh, how do you do? (laughs) Let
4: the stars foretell what fate has in store for you... And put yourself in tune with the infinite. Your astral plane... McGee. Huh? Oh, hey, look what I got. From the You Can Be What You Want to Be horoscope company. <laughs> There's a key to success in 25 pages of wisdom. Distilled from the ancient Egyptian system of astrology and perfected by modern methods of character analysis. And all for
3: 27 cents. <laughs> Including postage. And just what did you get for your 27 cents, Taurus?
4: I ain't Taurus, I'm Scorpio. Taurus is the bull.
3: So is Scorpio, if you ask me.
4: Look what the envelope says. Your complete character analysis tells about my health, business, marriage, friends, lucky days, lucky numbers, when to plant corn. Did you say something? Is it
0: necessary? (laughs) When to go
4: fishing? My 72-year life cycle and special forecast for every
3: day of the year. what they do when your 72 years are up, come and shoot you?
4: (laughs) You wait. Now, let me see. Scorpio, Scorpio.
3: Wherefore art thou (laughs) Scorpio? And when do you go to the store for a can of beans?
4: Don't say anything in my horoscope about going to the store. Now, let me see. December, January... February. March! Huh? Oh, okay. I'll get the beans. I'll be right back.
3: Mr. Molly McGee speaking. Who? Mr. McGee? No, he isn't here just now. May I take a message? Yes. Oh, an old schoolmate of Fibbers. Yes, I'll tell him. What was the name again? Stillwell? And the first name? Stuffy? Yes, I'll tell him you called Mr. Stuffwell. Or Stiffwell. Stiffwell <laughs> uh... Yes, yes, I'll tell him. Goodbye. That's funny. I don't remember McGee's mentioning anybody named Stuffy Stillwell. Still it might have been
4: on old palables. the influence of, of Venus. Don't say about tomorrow. Well,
3: here's your beans, Molly. Thank you, dearie. What does your horoscope say about getting some meat for Sunday?
4: <clears throat> Nothing, but look what it says about today. It says March sixteenth will be a day of surprises for Scorpio. Hey, incidentally, incidentally, what is a Scorpio?
3: (laughs) Well, I think it's Latin for a scorpion, dear. Oh. And a scorpion is a kind of a lizard or something. I see.
4: Does a
0: Scorpio bite?
3: No, uh, confidentially, it sings. (laughs) Go on with the reading.
4: Okay. It says March 16th will see the payment to Scorpio of a long overdue debt by an old schoolmate. I don't know what that means. I can't think of any old schoolmates. Oh, heavenly
3: days. I almost forgot, McGee. An old schoolmate of yours called up while you were at the store. What? He did? Who was it? He said to tell you Stuffy Stillwell called. Stuffy Stillwell? Well, I'll (laughs) be Oh, Stuffy Stillwell. Now,
4: there's a guy that... That what? That I can't quite (laughs) place. I wonder where I knew a Stuffy Stillwell you remember him from school? No,
3: I don't. Maybe he was in your geometry class.
4: Oh, that's it. That's why I don't remember him.
3: <laughs> I
4: never took geometry.
3: You know, maybe there's something to this astrology business after all, McGee. Your horoscope says an old schoolmate will pop up and say a debt, and boom, up pops the old schoolmate. Ain't it wonderful? What is he saying? Well, he didn't say. He just had to tell you he called.
4: Well, my gosh, you've got to find him. I can't make a liar out of my horoscope.
3: Maybe your horoscope uh, gives his phone number, too. What else does it say? Oh, let me
4: see. No, it just says be on your guard against a dark-haired, well-groomed man with a glib tongue and smooth manner. I wonder who that. Hello, folks. Am I intruding?
3: No, oh, not a bit, Mr. Wilcox. It's nice to see you.
4: Dark-haired, well-groomed, glib manner, smooth
0: yeah. tongue. <laughs> Well, what do you want,
4: Junior? And watch your step. I'm on my guard. What are you talking about? Well, he
3: just got his horoscope, Mr. Wilcox, and it says to beware of a dark-haired, well-groomed man.
4: Well, on second thought, Molly, I was wrong. I apologize, Junior. You're not well-groomed.
3: Finally, he, he
4: is, too. He is not. Look at him. No sideburns. No spats. No canes. No
2: carnations. Why, he looks like a strength. <laughs> well, I used to have sideburns, but they got too long and I cut them off.
3: Oh, how long did they get, Miss Wilcox? Well,
2: long enough so people began asking me why I had my hat tied on. <laughs> what, uh, what sign were you born under, Fibber? Leo? No, no, Scorpio. What
0: made
2: you think I was Leo? Well, Leo means lion. I get it.
4: <laughs> Scorpio is a wonderful sign under which to be born under, Junior. Listen to what the chart says about Scorpio. Yes. It says Scorpio natives are endowed with strength discretion, ingenuity, and tenekitty.
2: Uh, what was that last thing you're endowed with, chum? And see? Let's go right here. Tenekitty.
3: That, that word, dearie, is tenacity.
4: <laughs> oh, well, I know that. I, I was giving it the Egyptian pronunciation. <laughs> All this
2: astrology stuff comes from the Egyptians, you know. Sure, their mummies done told them. Well, I'm sort of a believer in that stuff myself, folks.
3: Are you really, Mr. Wilcox? Sure,
2: let me show you. Uh, When did you buy your kitchen linoleum? In what month? I got a suspicion that this is leading us into that certain thing, Junior. We bought that linoleum in 1938, the end of January.
3: Does that prove anything?
2: Why, certainly it does. January 20th to February 19th is Aquarius, the water bearer. That's right. And how does linoleum bear water? Uh-oh. Because smart housewives protect it with Johnson's self-polishing glucose. Keeps it from drying out, losing its color, and getting scuffed and scratched. Now, when did you buy your last container of glucose, Molly? Well,
3: now, let me see. I don't remember, but we we'll need some more at the end of the month.
2: First of April. What's that? That's Aries, the ram. That's right. Ruled by the planet Mars. And how do you protect linoleum against Mars and scratches and dust and dirt and damage? with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, that's how. You see how it works out?
3: Well, uh, what's the ram got to do with it?
2: The ram, that's simple. A ram is a male sheep. That's right. And wouldn't you feel sheepish if you kept on with the old-fashioned floor scrubbing? When, when you could use glow coat that shines as it dries in 20 minutes or less and gives you a lot less work and a lot more leisure? Gee, I never realized there was so much to astrology. Well, sure. <laughs> I'm going to live up to this every minute of the day.
4: For instance, it says here... Anyone who crosses a native of Scorpio on the morning of March 16th will run into difficulties. An accident will befall him.
3: You really believe that?
4: Oh, no. That's a lot of horse feathers. It is not a lot of horse feathers. Oh, it is, too. It's silly. <laughs> it is not silly. And you better look out, Wilcox. I'm a Scorpio, and you're crossing me. An
2: accident will befall you. Oh,
3: now, McGee. Oh, <laughs>
2: let him go, Molly. You can't argue with people who believe in that stuff. Well, I'll see you later, Scorpio. <laughs> McGee,
3: you shouldn't be so gullible. After all, a two-bit horse. <laughs> There. Good heavens, what was that?
4: I think Mr. Wilcox is studying the stars. <laughs> They're telling him about that wobbly front step I've been meaning to fix. That'll learn him. That's what he gets for crossing the Scorpio. When my horoscope predicts, hey, but I gotta locate stuff he's still with.
0: Right?
4: Wow. Well, he'll be at the Ritz Vista Hotel.
3: That's a very expen- uh, expensive place. How do you know he'll be there? My
4: simple logic. He's an old schoolmate. Yeah. He owes me some dough. When I went to school, I never had much dough. Therefore, it was a small amount he owes me. Who likes to dish out their dough in small amounts? Rich people. And where do the rich people stay? At the Ritz Vista. And besides, it's the only hotel in town. <laughs>
3: Give me the phone. Did you sometimes I think you're almost as smart as you claim? Here.
4: Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the Ritz Vista. Ho ho ho. Is that you, Mert? How's oh. oh, every little thing, Mert? Is that? What say, Merch? Your grandmother. Came home plastered last night
3: Oh, heavenly days, her grandmother
4: Yeah, she was knitting at the Red Cross and the ceiling fell in on him <laughs> Well, that's tough, Mert What say, Mert? Oh, thanks Hello, Rich Vista Hotel? I want to talk to Mr. Stilwell Eh? Well, tell him Mr. McGee called, will you? Thanks Stuffy's gone out, Molly. You know, I think I remember him now.
3: I think I do, too. Stuffy Stilwell. Yeah. He was the boy who broke his clavicle when he fell off his sled on Underwood Hill. Wasn't he?
4: That's the guy. That's the very guy. And you know what? Why? I loaned him 37 cents once to pay a fine on some library books. Yeah? And if he hadn't have paid that fine, he couldn't have took out any more books. Yeah. Then he'd have plunked every course. Why, that guy owes his whole education to me. I put him through high school. No wonder he's grateful.
3: So you loaned him 37 cents, which put him through high school. You betcha. Why didn't you give him an even half dollar and send him to college?
4: It would have been bad for his character. He'd have got so he depended on me. Would have been a dime here and a dime here and a dime
3: here. <laughs> well, you study your horoscope, Scorpio. I've got to get things ready for lunch. Um,
4: ah, there goes a good kid. I'm going to give her half of whatever old Stillwell gives me in his gratitude. Well, no, not half. I, I paid for the whole horoscope myself. Make it a third. Let's see, what's a third of 10,000 bucks?
5: Hmm,
4: I can't divide that. Better make it a tenth. <laughs> a thousand bucks. Is she the lucky kid, though? I'll bet most guys wouldn't even get hot dog! I'll bet that's old stuffy now. Good old stuffy. Come in, come in, come in, come in.
5: Hi, mister.
4: Oh, oh, it's you, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, come in, but don't bother me, sis. I, I got some studying to do. Just got my horoscope from the You Can Be What You Wanna Be a Horoscope Company. Oh. See,
5: mm-hmm. yeah, have you got a horoscope, Mister? Yeah. Can I all do it once and can I please and can I miss?
4: Uh, a horoscope isn't something you look through, sis. You're you're thinking of a telescope or a microscope or a periscope. A horoscope has to do with astrology.
5: Oh. What's astrology,
4: mister? Astrology, sis, is the science of forecasting events by the movements of the planets.
5: Oh. My mama was doing that all morning, Mister. Studying astrology? No, moving planets. Oh. She moved her geranium planets off oh. the back porch, <laughs> and she moved her tomato planets behind the garage, and moved her crocus no, planets. No,
4: no, 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 no. Look, sis, you you are all mixed up. I know. <laughs> by planets, I mean the stars in the sky, like the sun and the moon and the stars.
0: Oh. You
4: see, everybody's life is influenced by the stars. Everybody is born under some under some kind of a sign.
5: I know it. Mm hmm mm-hmm. I had a puppy once and he was born on a cigarette sign on the corner of Portugal. Uh, you
4: you gotta run along now, sis. I got work to do and besides I'm expecting a guest. Oh. Now that is none of your affair. So scram.
5: Can I tell you a ripple before I go,
0: Mr. Heath? You mean
4: a riddle, sis. <laughs> a ripple is a wrinkle on a river.
0: What's the riddle?
5: Well, what is it that Russia and England and America and China have got that Hitler hasn't got?
4: What has America and England and Russia and China got that
0: Hitler hasn't got?
5: Give up? Yes. So will Hitler. Come so <laughs>
2: saying Irving Berlin, newest us from This is the Army. We don't like it. Herr Dr. Gebbels is
0: on the air today. Let's
1: tune in and get Berlin
0: and hear what he has to say. It's <speaking in French> black and in his and in his head. in his head. They're all back, we don't like it. <laughs> in the winter they attack, we don't like it. Then they call us lupus murderers stop but now they're invading, they can't do that to us, Casablanca's full of Yanks, we don't like it, they got ships and planes and tanks, we don't like it, while we're veiling as we should, Hitler speaks from Darcy's foot, but when Hitler don't make speeches, we don't like it, when the RAF begins, we don't like it. When they fly above her through We don't like it When they showered us The paper why We didn't make a fuss But bombs with explosives They can't do that to us Every cupboard here is bad We don't like it Once we got no clothes to wear, We don't, we don't like it Herman Schelling had to sneak In the same suit twice last week And the Van Goghling can change costumes We don't it. Nine. When the allied
2: nations speak, we don't like it.
0: Nine. Nine. They have got soldiers who are not afraid of hiding fits or guts. That's not how we planned it. They can't do that to us. In Japan, our hands are tied. We don't like it. Mussolini's on our side. We don't like it. We should take our right foot, place, For we are the master race. But wait.
3: Our Our lunch will be ready, uh, dearie. Better get washed up now. Okay, but
4: listen to this, will you? My horoscope says five presidents of the United States were Scorpio subjects. Really? Yeah, John Adams, James Gay Polk. James Garfield and Theodore Roosevelt. That's only four. I know, but I've been thinking of going into politics myself.
0: <laughs> There's a friend
4: of mine, Fred Nittany from Starved Rock. Hey, I'll bet that old stuffy still will. Let him in, Molly. Let him in. Gee, don't keep old stuffy. Oh, feet, calm
3: yourself, McGee. It's only Mrs. Uppington.
4: Oh, but, uh, what does that old beanbag want?
3: I don't know, but aren't you forgetting your horoscope? What do you mean? Well, it says for you to be courteous and polite to everyone up until 12 o'clock noon, remember? Oh, yeah. And it's still five minutes to 12.
4: Oh. Well, do me a favor and tell me when it's 12 o'clock, will you? Because...
3: Come in. in. Well, hello, Abigail Dodge. Uh, how do you do, Mrs. McGee and Mr. McGee?
4: Good morning, Mrs. Uppington. A very good morning to you. You're looking very charming this morning. As the cream and sugar said to the spoons, won't you join us in a cup of coffee?
0: Uh, thank you. Uh, do, don't you...
3: Um, I mean, aren't you... Is uh, anything wrong, Mr. McGee?
4: Oh, why no, my dear girl. Not a thing. Uh, thank you for inquiring, however. <laughs> what time is it, Molly? Four minutes, <laughs> Four minutes
3: to twelve. If you mean his unusual politeness, Abigail, his horoscope advises. He was born under the same sign as little Lord Fauntleroy. Yeah. Oh, how utterly fascinating. I used to be so interested in astrology, and I was going to the dearest Swami. Swami,
4: eh? You're a pretty good swimmer,
0: Abby? No. A
3: Swami has nothing to do with swimming, dearie. A Swami is a man with a towel around his head who looks into the future.
4: Hmm. Most guys I've seen with towels around their heads were moaning about the past. <laughs> more about it, won't you, Mrs. Uppington? I find it most interesting. But
3: answer is Two and a half minutes to 12, and don't overdo it, McGee. That phony smile shows more teeth than hair. <laughs> oh,
4: very amusing, my dear. <clears throat> but come, Mrs. Hugh, I should like to hear some more of your experiences in occult
0: affairs. <laughs> well, it was extremely
3: interesting, Miss McGee. That's one would look into a crystal. I looked
4: into a crystal just this morning.
3: Oh, what did it say?
0: 8.30. <laughs> is it now, Molly?
3: Two minutes to trial. Oh, good heavens, I had no idea it was so late. I must be going. Oh. I have an appointment at the beauty parlor at noon. Oh,
4: don't go, Effie. Gee whiz. not for a while yet, anyway. <laughs>
3: Stick around a couple of minutes. Why, Mister McGee, how charming of you to insist that I simply not be going? Really, one minute and forty-five seconds. Oh, come on,
4: Uppy. sit down a while. I I have so many things I want to say
3: to you. Can't you tell me later? That's the only time he can tell you. One minute to twelve. Good gracious, only one minute to get to the beauty parlor. I must rush
0: along. Good day, my dear. Goodbye, Mister McGee.
4: half a minute more and I could have opened up on the old wind but
3: why McGee she hasn't done anything to you I know that
4: but she rubs me the wrong way
3: you mean she ribs you the wrong way (laughs) every time you get into an argument with her she pins your ears back and on you it looks good (laughs) well
4: if she don't hey I almost forgot I gotta find stuffy still well
3: seems to me you're getting awfully excited about a loan of
4: 37 cents you think he's only gonna pay me back 37 cents you realize what the compound interest is on 37 cents for over 20 years why it's around $10,000 how do you know it's just a rough estimate Might be more for all I know. But when a rich millionaire like Stuffy Stillwell decides to come. Come in. Does
6: Mr. Fibber McGee live here? I am Mr.
4: Stillwell. Well, I'll be a good old stuffy Stillwell. <laughs> stuffy old man, come right in. Long time no see. <laughs> ah, the same
6: old McGee, still coining phrases. <laughs> and, and my goodness, isn't this little Molly Driscoll?
3: Molly Driscoll as was, Mr. Silwell. Molly McGee, now won't you sit down? Sure, sit down, sit down, sit down.
4: Let's <laughs> talk over old school days, eh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Remember the
4: time I loaned you that 37 cents to pay your fine at the library? <laughs>
6: No, I don't remember
4: that. (laughs) What? You don't? Well, then why? I mean, my horoscope says you
3: well you, well, you sure look like you've done all right in the world, stuffy old man. Have much of an income tax this year? Don't be so subtle, McGee. You know, Mister Stillwell. Uh, it's a funny thing, but Sibber's horoscope told him an old school chum would show up today and repay an old debt. Isn't that strange? Oh,
6: I don't know. That's exactly what I came for, Molly. Ah, oh, forget
4: it, Stillwell, old man. Shut. <laughs> What's thirty-seven cents? <laughs> What if it did let you complete your education so you could go on out in the world and get rich? (laughs) What if it was the turning point in your life? Gee whiz, I'm proud to be responsible for
6: your success. I don't remember any 37 cents, McGee. All I can remember is the time I was sliding down Underwoods Hill on my sled and you hit me with a snowball and knocked me off the sled and I broke my collarbone.
3: I told you it was his clavicle, McGee.
6: And I was laid up for two months. Yeah? And I swore if I ever caught up with you, McGee, I'd pay you back for that. Now here you are. Oh,
0: Heavenly
6: Day! If he wants to make anything of this, Molly, he can see me at my office in New York. I am president of the You Can Be What You Wanna Be horoscope
0: Company.
2: spare parts for all your electrical and mechanical gadgets around the house are going to be still harder to get as time goes on. Very sound advice we're getting from all sides to take extra good care of our toasters, vacuum cleaners, refrigerators. And while we're out there in the kitchen, let's not forget the floor covering. You can make your linoleum floors last six to ten times longer by protecting them regularly with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. That's a great big dividend when you consider that glow coat is so easy to use because it shines as it dries without rubbing or buffing. It protects linoleum against wear and dirt, revives faded colors. And glow-coated floors are easy to keep clean because spilled things are wiped up in a jiffy. If you have children and a cocker spaniel running around the house, you'll be especially grateful for the cleanliness and the labor savings made possible by the regular use of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat.
4: I sure
3: pack a while, don't he? Yes, and while you were still unconscious, he came back and left 37 cents for you. What? No interest. <laughs> he said that he really intended to kill you, but he saw your elk's tooth and realized you were out of
4: season. Okay. Good night, <laughs>
3: Good night, Al.
2: Well, folks, taking for the makers of Johnson wax furniture for home and industry, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night. Good
0: night.
1: It's so grand to be some holiday. The national broadcasting company. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know.